Are you ready to change your life? Are you ready to climb your ladder? Then you're in the right place. Welcome to the High Hopes Initiative Podcast. Hey, 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 how's it going, everybody? This is Ian, and welcome to the High Hopes Initiative Podcast. So again, I, this is going to be a very direct and intense episode, kind of like last time, with the three rules of being successful. Just to do a recap, the three rules of being successful. Three rules that will almost guarantee you, are, you find success in what you're doing. Step one, get to work. Step two, work harder. And step three, keep on working. Are you doing those things? I hope so. I hope after last episode, those have been ingrained in your mind, and I hope that you are looking at those around you who are doing or, or are maybe not doing those things. And if you've seen people who are not, you've had a conversation with that person. But today's episode, like I said, it's going to be intense, but it's going to be a little bit different. And this is going to be about and is entitled the not my problem mindset. And unfortunately, this is another episode that has come to me, come to my brain because I've just seen it very, very prevalently lately and it's something that drives me nuts and I just think needs to be addressed. And if you're listening to this episode, you probably think similarly to me. So I would love to hear what you have to say about what I'm going to talk about here. Go on to highhopesinitiative.com, hit the contact me button in the upper right uh, upper right side of the screen and the menu and send me a message on there or go to LinkedIn, Ian Roth, I-A-N-R-O-T-H. Send me a connection request. Send me a message on there. We'd love to engage in some dialogue with you. And if you've done those two things and you just really want to do something else because you're feeling so generous with your time and you're just an upstanding citizen of the United States or everywhere else in the world, I have some awesome viewers from all around the world, believe it or not, I can't believe it because I'm just one dude in like Clarksville, Tennessee, and there's people in the Philippines and all over the world listening, which is awesome. So if you're one of those awesome citizens of wherever you're from, go on to Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google Play, Spotify, anything else that you're listening to a podcast on and leave a review. If you love this this podcast, leave a great review. If you hate this podcast, leave a terrible review. Just leave some sort of review that reflects your inner feelings on this podcast. It would be so awesome, and I would greatly appreciate it. You guys rock. Let's get into it today, the not my problem mindset. So I see this mindset in two types of people. First type of people being a leader, and the second type of person being a non-leader or manager, we'll call that person a worker bee for the sake of argument on this podcast. So if you are a leader in your organization, I don't care what kind of organization it is, but a leader in your organization and you ever find yourself saying, that is not my problem, shame on you. You are a leader. Everything that you know that is wrong in your purview, whether it's directly tied to your role, duties and responsibilities of your position. If you are a leader or in a leadership role in your organization and something wrong is presented to you, it is your obligation 
as a leader to do something to fix it. I say again, if you are a leader and something is presented to you that you know is wrong, it is your obligation to fix it. End of story. Wow, that just got intense. I put like, you see what I did? There's like a little two second pause in there for dramatic effect. Yeah. So please allow me to explain because I know you want me to. Leaders, I mean, leaders are servants to the people for who serve them. So a servant leader, there's a quote out there. The day that your employees or team or soldiers stop coming you stop coming to you with problems is the day that you are no longer a leader. You're a leader, man. It is your job to fix problems. They could be completely unrelated to the department that you work in. They could be completely unrelated to just about anything. But you owe it to your organization and more importantly, you owe it to your employees, to your team to do whatever you can to help them in whatever aspect that you can help them. If it is a professional-related problem that is brought to you, and say maybe it's not even in your area of expertise, it's not in your department or something like that, you still need to do something about it. You still need to go take that person who brought you the problem or just go over yourself to someone who can fix the problem. You need to tell that other person the problem if it is outside of your purview to fix, and then you need to follow up at whatever intervals you think are appropriate to see and make sure that the problem has been fixed. Because I will tell you 100%, ladies and gentlemen, if an employee comes to you with a problem, the employee already knows about the problem, duh, step number one, but if they bring it to you and they see that you did nothing about it, they are going to lose an, a huge amount of respect for you. And they are going to be very, very questionable of your leadership and your decisions further down the line. And I can tell you, if one person's thinking that, he's not going to keep that to himself. He's going to share that among his peers, among the team. And then very, very quickly, you will see the culture going in the toilet. And you will see people stop listening to you and lose respect for you. So someone bringing you a problem and you choosing to do nothing about it, is the wrong answer, and you're going to find yourself in a world of hurt, my friend, if you decide to do that. And not only if someone brings you a problem and you tell someone about it, which is what you're supposed to do, if your employee who brings you the problem sees you tell someone else about it to fix and you never follow up and that problem never gets fixed, same thing, folks. Employee is going to lose a lot of respect from you, for you. Everybody's going to lose a lot of respect for you, and it's going to be Again, back to that world of hurt. So not only do you need, if you cannot directly fix the problem, because that's first and foremost, if I can directly solve a problem, it's what I'm going to do. It's what I need to do. I'm a leader. Need to do it. Suck it up, buttercup. Solving problems all day, every day. That's what being a leader is. So if I can't fix it and I take it to someone who can, I need to follow up. I need to follow up to make sure that that problem is getting solved because if I don't, it looks like I don't care. And if I'm not following up on something that I know is an issue, odds are I probably don't care because if I did care, I would follow up or maybe I'm just that incompetent of a leader and don't know that that's the right thing to do. And then that's another problem. That's another problem. Incompetence in leadership is not good. So 
That is the not my problem mindset from a leader. Everything is your problem if you are a leader. Somebody brings you a problem, it is your problem. There is no such thing. If you want to be a solid, well-respected, great leader, you can never, ever, ever say the words, it is not my problem because it is your problem. A leader, when you sign up for the leadership game, everything, every problem is your problem. I challenge you to tell me otherwise. So uh, scenario number two of the not my problem mindset is if you are what we coined a worker bee, just an employee does maybe one thing all day in like a manufacturing type role or, or maybe a cashier or maybe anything, website development, it doesn't have to be manual, it could be technical, but you just don't have responsibility over other people perhaps. Totally, totally fine. Um, st- have absolutely no problem with that. But I challenge you also, there's, there should still never be a not my problem mindset with that either. Because if I am a, let's see, if I'm a cashier at Walmart and there is an angry customer who's at the checkout line and and he's telling me how terrible the, maybe... It's a Walmart grocery store. He's telling me how awful the produce looked. Uh, The apples were just worm-infested, rotten apples when he was doing his grocery shopping. And I'm the cashier at Walmart, and he's telling me that. He didn't get any apples, and he's just beside himself because he wanted some apples, but he's checking out with his other food anyway. And he tells me that the apples in the store are terrible, and I don't do anything about it. I mean, yeah, it's not my problem. I'm just the cashier. That's my only role at this company. I, I check people out, bag their stuff up, and send them on their way. So uh, I get him out of the line. He's taking the cart with the bag stuff to his car. And next person comes up in the line. And I repeat the process over again. So, yeah, okay, somebody said the apples are bad back there. And, yeah, it's not my problem. I'm the cashier. Not my problem. I'm not the produce stalker. I'm not a floor supervisor who checks this stuff out. I'm just the cashier, you know, going on with my day. You are absolutely wrong if you think that is the case too. And here's why. You could do something with that knowledge, with what the customer told you of a problem. You can do something about it. You could call your supervisor and tell him or her that there are some rotten apples in the produce section and then you really ideally need to follow up with your supervisor later in the day and see if that that issue was addressed. Because if you don't do that, and maybe Walmart's not the best example for this, but if you don't do that and you knew that the apples were bad in this scenario, maybe it's at a smaller company, that word would spread, that angry customer would go out and tell everybody, hey, the apples there are terrible. I told somebody, I told the cashier about it. And nothing else happened. And then somebody else would say, hey, yeah, I I saw that too, two days later. Yeah, I was there later that afternoon, same thing. Nobody did anything about it. When you are an employee, even a worker bee, and someone, especially a customer, comes to you with a problem, whether it is directly related to what you're doing, you have an obligation to the company. And most importantly, you should have a moral obligation to yourself to do what is right and to, at the very, very least, bring it to someone's attention. Because if that, you not bringing it to someone's attention could start a chain reaction where 
you now have 50 angry people who are never going to use Walmart again in this example. You need to tell your supervisor. You need to tell someone. You need to, even if it's another cashier who can tell his or her supervisor if you're not able to at the moment, you need to tell someone so that the problem can be fixed. Worst case scenario, imagine what would happen if this happened, you didn't tell anybody, and then the uh, dominoes started rolling and it was found out through an investigation of some sort that a customer told you about it maybe three days before this whole thing happened. And if I was your boss, I would ask you, well, why didn't you tell anybody? Why didn't you tell me? And I swear if you said, well, that's this is not my problem. I'm the cashier. You would be out the door before you knew what hit you. You would be getting in your car with like stars spinning around your head because you would be fired and gotten out of my sight so quickly because that is such a lame and terrible thing to say. That shows absolutely no respect for the company. That shows no respect for your team. That shows no respect for your boss. And more importantly, you need to look in the mirror because that that just shows no respect for yourself. You take no pride in anything in your life. If you're going to have someone approach you with a big problem that you could do something about, but whether you're too lazy, whether you don't care, or whether you don't have time, none of those are excuses. You need to do something about it. Because if you don't, nothing good is going to happen. And you have an obligation to do something about it. People bring you problems. I don't care what role you are in in your life. I don't care if I'm 100 years old and somebody comes to me with a problem that I can maybe do something about or point them in the right direction of someone who can help them or I can tell someone about this problem who can help this person fix it. I mean, I, you have to, you just have to have this, this moral sense of pride and purpose to, to help people because, I mean, imagine if you were the customer in that case. Switch it around. You were the angry customer saying, I just really wanted apples and there were worms coming out of them and you know, that's all I wanted today and... And can you do something about it? Maybe you should look into it. So next time I come back here, you'll have some good apples. And and you tell that to the cashier and you just get kind of a, a glazed look back at you and some head nods and just completely just no interest and and just like apathy, don't care. Like, okay, yeah, I guess I'm never coming here again, jerk. Don't be that guy. So I challenge you. The not my problem mindset is a killer, especially if you're a leader, but it's a killer even if you're an employee slash worker bee. It is a killer. It does nothing good. It is a a cancerous frame of thought that we just need to cut out of our organizations. We need to, as leaders, encourage a culture where the not-my-problem mindset is vanished and shunned, and if someone really has a problem with it, we need to sit that person down and have a hard conversation with him or her, explaining why this frame of mind is so terrible. And we need to really counsel and help that person see just how terrible this is. And if that person's unable to see this or unwilling to see this, you need to start making some hard decisions, folks. If this is someone you want in your organization, if this is someone you want on your team, if this is someone you want representing your company or your team, have to think about it. And I mean, I'm in a leadership role right now with several other leaders. And unfortunately, I see this all the time. And it's just, I'm so flabbergasted, I guess is the most accurate word. Uh, It's just so like, 
how can you be in this position and feel this way? Is it immaturity? Like, no, I, sometimes it is. Is it just strictly apathy where you don't care? That's a lot of it. Is it ignorance? You really don't know any better. Rarely the case. Most of the time, it is just pure and utter laziness. It is easy to be lazy. It is easy to turn the other cheek. It is easy to not take action really on anything in life. Is it easier to wake up at four in the morning to lift weights? Or is it easier at four in the morning to continue sleeping until seven in the morning? Uh, gee, I, I think I know the answer there, and I'm not a rocket scientist, but being lazy is also just a terrible, terrible thing. And when, I, when I've interviewed people in the past, I evaluate them on their experience, their education, what they've done, especially the quantitative things that they've done in their previous jobs. But I really want to know what kind of people they are and how they respond to the big evil beast called laziness because it can creep up on people. And if I get the little tingle in my tummy that this person has shown some laziness or, or has traits that I think result and tie back to laziness, I, I usually cut the interview short and, and that's it because I haven't found a way to cure laziness. I haven't found a way to solve it. I haven't had found a way to prevent it from happening. And that ju- just might be me as a leader not being able to figure that out, but I think that's I think that's something that is hard to change in a person. I can teach you, I, I can fill your mind with useful things, I can train you how to do a job, I can tell you stories from my experience so that you might use when you need to make decisions in the future, but I cannot make you I cannot change you from being a lazy person into an outgoing person. Uh, some people will say, you know, give the person more money. That'll make them uh, not be lazy. And yeah, yeah, they're right. That usually works. For about a week or two or a month. But then the person always goes back to the path of least resistance and is lazy. And then I ask you, my friends, how many times... Are you going to offer them more money, offer them a raise just for them to go back to the same thing, doing the same thing and expecting different results? I think a couple of very wise people have coined that as insanity. So yeah, laziness is the root, is the seed in the ground of the not my problem mindset. And if you think that's not the case, please let me know because how have you handled people who have had the not my problem mindset. What have you done? What am I missing as a leader that I can use, that I can implement, that what experience do you guys have that you can share with me so maybe I can see things through a different lens and maybe come across a little bit more clearly to these folks because I'm in this to learn, guys, just like you are. I'm using this podcast kind of as a one-way medium to share my experience with you, hoping you get some stuff out of it. But I want to hear back from you guys. I want to hear back from what I want to hear back about what you've done with people similar to this before and and what successful things have you done that was able to change their mind and kind of 
turn the game around and get them to be a productive member of the team who was accepting of of responsibilities and problems and would, you know, even if a problem wasn't related, do do his or her best, use due diligence to try to get an answer or try to fix the problem or make the customer happy or at least bring the problem to the the attention of a supervisor or something like that. That's I'm not expecting everyone to be as motivated as I am, but I expect people to care. And I don't think that's unreasonable. If you're unwilling to spend two hours trying to solve a problem like I am, that's fine. I'm not going to hold that against you. But if someone presents you with a problem and you don't tell anybody about it, I'm going to hold that against you because that's the wrong answer. So, yeah, that's uh, that's this that's today's episode. Again, pretty intense and uh, very, very direct. I hope that you guys liked it. This is the second episode in a row that's really intense like this. And I, I hope... It's kind of the new direction I want to go with this podcast. I hope you guys like it. I personally enjoy it a lot more. Um, and it's just really being able to speak from my heart, especially as I've taken on new roles in, in my job in the last uh, couple weeks, couple months. I've seen a lot more things, and I want, to be, I want to be transparent with you guys. I want to help you grow, help me grow, please. It's, just, uh, it's, a, it's a lot of fun, really, to get all this stuff off my chest and... And share it and hopefully work with you guys. I would love to love to connect with you, would love to help you out and any way I can. So if you please feel free to reach out. Love to hear from you. Again, thank you so much for tuning in. If you haven't done so already, click that subscribe button and whatever you are li- using to listen to this podcast, whether it's Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify. Anything else I'm missing? I think I signed up for all of them when I made this podcast. Would love to hear your feedback. If you love what I'm doing, give me five stars. If you hate what I'm doing, give me one star or zero stars if possible. And if you think I'm mediocre, give me three stars. I would greatly appreciate any feedback that you guys could get. If you could tell a friend about this, that would be even better. I would love it. And I'd be forever in your debt. But until next time, folks. Thank you.